I'm Ashley Baxter, the founder of With Jack. And after so many years helping freelancers stay in business, I'm no stranger to the kinds of problems you face. But freelancing doesn't mean having to face these problems alone. In a lot of these situations, there is help available. I'd like to share these stories with you so that you can be a confident freelancer. Today I want to share a story of a freelance designer whose client ghosted them, refused to pay their invoice, yet popped up on the radar five weeks later to demand the website be delivered. Now, most of the claims that we see at Withjack, although this wasn't actually a Withjack customer, are rarely as a result of a mistake a freelancer makes. Claims are usually caused by a client relationship breaking down over time, which was certainly the case here. So let's get into what happened, best practices to avoid situations like this in the future, and of course how insurance could help if they'd been insured. I've been working with a customer on a website design who has asked for it to be completed to an unrealistic timescale. I proposed a more realistic timetable along with a detailed explanation of each step and what the customer would need to provide. I explained that to meet the deadline, I'd need the quote to be signed off quickly and we need to begin discussions immediately about what they wanted for the graphic design and logo. I sent the quote which referenced the payment terms and the invoice for the deposit. Upon receiving this, the customer expressed their eagerness, but a week passed before they signed the quote. After trying to discuss the logo and website design, I didn't hear from them. I continued emailing and calling to get the information I needed to begin work. Four weeks after signing the quote, the customer called and provided some vague guidelines on what they wanted before telling me they were very busy and had to go. Based on this limited information, I drew up two logo propositions. But this week, the customer received an automatic reminder from my billing software for the overdue deposit. She forwarded it to me, which is the first contact I've had with her for five weeks. And she said, I'm sorry, I don't want to pay this as I haven't got my website yet. I explained that it's a deposit and that she agreed to it when signing the quote. The deposit, I explained, is required to be paid before the website's delivered. I also explained that the reason nothing had been delivered is because we've had no response from her over the last four weeks. She said that she expected the website to be finished by this week, which was her original timescale, not the more realistic timescale I proposed. She then said she didn't want a logo anyway, even though this was something she had agreed to, and she accused me of selling her things she doesn't want. When I drew her attention to the fact her input was necessary to proceed with the first stage of the website, she told me to cancel the project and that I'd be hearing from her lawyer. Okay, let's focus on the pros firstly. You know, what did the freelancer do right? Well, they proposed a realistic timetable, which is important if your client presents you with a schedule that isn't attainable. We have helped freelancers in the past who've had claims made against them for missed deadlines. So it's important and part of your job to manage project milestones appropriately. And this means if a client has unrealistic expectations, you should propose a realistic timetable, just like this freelancer did. 
They also detailed each step of the project, which is crucial for helping clients understand exactly what they're getting. This helps to manage expectations. Again, we have also assisted freelancers in the past who've had claims made against them because the client misunderstood what features they'd be getting or what work was included and the price they'd agreed to pay. So breaking everything down and detailing each step of the project can help to manage those expectations. The freelancer even listed the deliverables that they need they specifically mentioned this was in relation to the graphic design and logo, but deliverables could also include content, images, video, etc. It's important to tell the client what you need and when you need it by so there are no delays. And lastly, the freelancer even invoiced a 30% deposit. Paid deposits confirm it's go time. So all of this points to a smooth running project. Where did it go wrong? Well, the freelancer started work without the deposit being paid. You shouldn't start working a project without payment. That's what the deposit is for. It's the client saying, hey, I'm serious about this. I'm ready to work with you. An oral or written agreement that they want to go ahead isn't the same as money being deposited into your account. That's confirmation. The freelancer also ignored red flags. Now these red flags included the client not paying the deposit but the client being difficult to get a hold of was also a major red flag. Despite the client implying this project was urgent with their unrealistic timetable, it was four weeks before they spoke to the freelancer about the design and logo which didn't even provide the freelancer with all the information they needed to move forward with the project. If a client is difficult to communicate with, it's a red flag. And if a client isn't giving you the deliverables you need to start work, it's a red flag. Lastly, if a client is demanding quick turnaround, you should expect 100% payment up front. So those are some best practices to consider, but how does insurance help in this situation? Well, there has been a legal threat, so I would notify the insurer if you have professional indemnity insurance because it is best practice to notify them of a circumstance that may give rise to a claim. But currently, there is no claim for damages or compensation. There's no monetary loss the client is claiming. It could be an empty threat from the client designed to have the freelancer walk away quietly We've seen this before where a client threatens a freelancer with legal action and when the freelancer gets their insurer involved, the client backtracks completely and stands down. But because there is no request for damages or compensation and there is still the matter of work having been done without payment, there is the option to use the fast track contract dispute service that's provided with your legal expenses insurance. In one part of the story, the freelancer mentions that it's in their signed contract that if the customer cancels the project, any invoices already sent are payable. So there is the option to contact your legal expenses insurer and file a contract dispute claim. If you just want some quick advice, then use the legal advice helpline that you get as part of your legal expenses insurance. 
This helpline is designed to assist you with client disputes, contract disputes, payment disputes, that kind of thing. So to recap, if a client proposes an unrealistic schedule, it's your job to highlight it's unrealistic and propose an alternative timeframe. If they are insistent on tight turnarounds, charge accordingly. And that means receiving 100% of the payment upfront for short projects with a sharp turnaround. Make sure clients understand exactly what they're getting by detailing each step of the project and breaking things down. Give the client a list of what deliverables you need and when you need them by to ensure the project runs smoothly. Don't start any work until the deposit has been paid. And be aware of red flags, unresponsive clients, deposits or contracts going ignored. Listen to your gut. If a client threatens you with legal action, contact your insurer immediately if you have professional indemnity insurance. However, if there is no claim for damages or compensation, you might want to submit a simple contract dispute claim if you have legal expenses insurance. If it's covered, they'll provide you with a solicitor who will try to recover your payment and help with the negotiations. Or you could utilise the free legal advice helpline you have as part of your legal expenses insurance. I'm Ashley, the founder of With Jack. Thank you for listening to Unsure Insure. If you enjoyed the episode and you did learn something new, then tell a friend and leave a review. 